guys. We continue to monitor what's happening with the Donald Trump situation. The former president is on his plane flying back to New Jersey. He will land there, and in a little more than two and a half hours, he is scheduled to give a talk to supporters there at his resort in New Jersey. Andy Field, ABC News, is with us this afternoon to help us sort through some of what has happened related to uh, the Donald Trump situation in Miami, the protests, what to expect, what has happened. Andy, we've had technology problems. You're a trooper. Thanks for working it out. Thanks for being with us. Well, thanks for having me here. <laughs> when you said we have Andy Field, excellent. I've never heard those, those two <laughs> words in the same sentence. It's well, fantastic. Well, Field is your middle name, isn't it? Andy Field, excellent. Yeah, Field, excellent is the last name. It's the full name. <laughs> your reputation precedes you. Yeah, it was It was a pretty, pretty eventful day down in Miami. Uh, it started with Donald Trump and... A presidential-sized motorcade going from uh, his golf course in Doral, which is near Miami, uh, to the federal courthouse. Uh, it, it turned out that there were probably more media folks than demonstrators out there, although the demonstrators were loud and colorful, but thankfully also peaceful. Uh, lots of folks with Trump flags and T-shirts and, and banners and uh, probably an equal number of people who were not all that happy to see Donald Trump in Miami. Uh, happier to see that he was indicted, but the real drama was happening inside the courtroom where the president arrived. He was booked as any suspected criminal might be booked, uh, fingerprinted, uh, had a swab of DNA taken from him. No mugshot because you don't really need a mugshot for Donald Trump. You pretty much know what he looks like. And uh, uh, he was not handcuffed as far as we know and then went to the uh, courtroom and sat for almost an hour waiting for the court to begin even though it was supposed to begin at 3 eastern it, it was about 40 minutes late his judge who apparently he had uh, just hired to do this uh, uh this week because other i'm sorry his um, his attorney uh who he had just hired to do it this week uh, uh, basically went through the perfunctory no your honor he's not guilty uh I think they waived the reading of the charges. Uh, but what was really interesting is Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, was in the courtroom. That is highly unusual. You remember the Robert Mueller investigations with multiple indictments, multiple convictions. Many of people in Donald Trump's orbit had gone to prison. And, of course, Donald Trump later pardoning some of them. Uh, Robert Mueller never showed up in court. Special prosecutors usually don't. They usually have their their prosecuting attorneys do that for him. But for some reason, Jack Smith decided he would show up in court today, sat behind his lawyers. He certainly looked at Donald Trump. Donald Trump certainly looked at him. But for the most part, witnesses in the courtroom say that Mr. Trump basically looked at the floor the entire time and did not look particularly happy to be there. Uh, the judge, who is not going to be the judge in the case, just a ma magistrate to go through this formality, uh, basically said uh, you didn't need any bail for the former president. He was warned, do not communicate with witnesses or the uh, uh, aide that was also indicted on one of the counts here about the case. Uh, and the special counsel will provide a list of witnesses. Mr. Trump can continue talking with those individuals as long as they do not discuss the case. Uh, there is no limit 
on his travel, domestic or international. They say they do not think Mr. Trump is a flight risk. They did not revoke his passport. There will be no limitations on his ability to possess a firearm. All of these things are typically things that do happen to people who are indicted on federal charges. Uh, he was re he signed off on those conditions, and uh, uh, Nauta did not enter a plea because he doesn't have a local council yet. So it's very interesting that it was a pretty perfunctory uh, moment in history, but very consequential in the fact that we have never seen in our country's history a president not only indicted on criminal charges once, but now twice. Andy Field is with us, and Andy, in that list of things, the conditions... Many thought that the judge, the magistrate, may have imposed a ruling that said you also are not to discuss this, which would have been problematic for the former president, who, of course, is going to discuss it tonight. But that was not part of this, right? That was also absent. As far as I know, that's not the case. Now, there are people who have been in the courtroom that I have not been in touch with. There may have been additional things. But as far as I know, as of right now, that was not issued to him. Now, the, the, the judge who will actually be presiding over the case, her name is Eileen Cannon, she may put further restrictions on there, but you remember Eileen Cannon was the judge who got in trouble with her fellow judges for making rulings that were highly in favor of Donald Trump. She is a Donald Trump appointee. This is when they first uh, went to Mar-a-Lago to get these documents under a court order. Uh, she had issued uh, orders for special... Uh, masters to look at these things, restrictions for the Justice Department to look at these things. All of that was overturned by uh, appeals courts, and those judges made a point to say that Judge Eileen Cannon was completely wrong on the law on virtually all of these things. Uh, and then she had to go back and rewrite the orders and contradict herself in her own rulings. So it'll be interesting to see if she stays in this case, if she recuses herself, or if she thinks uh, that she'll be just fine as a judge in this case. In the meantime, she also controls how fast this case goes to court and goes to trial. Uh, it may be advantageous for the former president if this thing gets dragged out past the election. Uh, it may be better for the Democratic candidate if it is done sooner and a jury convicts him. We don't know. There's so many uh, variables to this case. And of course, uh, Donald Trump's lawyers can uh, move to throw out all kinds of evidence. So this thing's going to last a while. What do you think the next steps are, Andy? Well, the next step is for the uh, former president to appear before this new judge who will set a timeline for uh, the court uh, trial. Uh, his attorneys will make a number of motions. So will the prosecution. The judge will have to rule on those motions. And those motions will tell us what happens next and how fast it happens. How's it decided who the judge is? It could have been any number of federal judges. Why is it? You're told it's basically canon. a wheel of fortune thing where you spin the wheel and uh, whoever randomly comes up next in that particular court, and there are not a lot of them in that court, so the odds that she might get this case weren't that low. Uh, but that's what we're told by the uh, presiding judge of that particular district federal court that uh, she basically was picked at random. ABC's Andy Field with us. Thank you so much, Andy, for the perspective. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys.